This is not just a sermon, neither is it just a teaching. You're about to hear a message from God that will empower and equip you and cause you to excel in life here on earth and in eternity in heaven. Get ready for a transformation by the Word of God. Good morning, people of God. We thank God for the privilege he has given us to be alive to see this day and for the privilege of coming to his presence. We bless God. So we are quickly going to go into our text this morning. We found that in uh, the book of John, chapter 21, we read uh, from 15 through 19. It is the account of how Peter was reinstated by by Jesus Christ. Many of us don't even know why we are here anymore. People come to church for the purpose of simply socializing one with another. But this is the reason why God called us to come to his presence. So that is why it is important this morning we should look inward and examine ourselves. Now, why is self-examination important? Now, looking at the book of Jeremiah 17, 9, it says the heart is deceitful above all things. Many of us, we say yes when we meant to say no. Many of us will say no when we meant to say yes. Now, but God says we ought to be truthful at all times. Now, it is important that, that we allow the Holy Spirit to guide our lives. Because it is when we allow the Holy Spirit to guide us that we can get to the destination that God intended for each and every one of us. Now, why do we need to examine ourselves? It is because God commands it. Let us look at the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 40. It says, let us search out and examine our ways and turn back to the Lord. So that is why self-examination is important. So many of us, we get driven away from the path that we ought to follow. And that is why God says we should examine ourselves. Now, when you are examining yourself, what are you examining? Because there is a sinful nature of man, and there is also the, the Spirit of God. And both of these are in contention. Both of these are fighting one against the other. Now, what is, what is the sinful nature of man? The sinful nature of man, according to the Bible, has to do with a lot of things like sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wide parties, and lying. So when you are examining yourself, you want to ask yourself, am I a liar? What is it in me that ought to have gone away. Because we are, we are human beings. We pretend a lot of the time. Because we think we are holier than thou. I'm a Christian. What makes you a Christian? Is it because you were born a Catholic? Or is it because you were born a member of the Redeemed Christian Church of God? You were born in the church? Or the, uh, you were given birth to in the vestry of the church? That is not what makes you a Christian. So, it is important that we examine ourselves. What is that in life that I should have done away with? And that's why God is calling us to examine ourselves. Now, the fruit of the Spirit, according to the Bible, is 
includes love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And, uh, you know, do you have all this in, in your life? So these are some of the things that we need to... And what are the benefits of examination? Because there are benefits that will accrue to you if you, had, if you examine yourself. For instance, between the, the moment Gehazi okay, took the decision to go and take that good from uh, uh, the general from Syria, he talked to himself. But what decision did he make? Did, was he able to do a, a critical self-examination? Before he stumbled. He did not. And he failed and he fell. So it is important for us to examine ourselves to see whether we are seeing the faith. You know, during Bible study one day, I told our people, don't say I'm a Christian because I come to church in suit and tie. This doesn't make me a Christian. The guy who is on the street who looks like a homeless person is a breakfast Christian than somebody who is in suit and tie if he's doing the will of God and you are not doing the will of God. So please examine yourself because there's still room for examination. There's, there's hope for each and every one of us. And this message is not for one person. It's for all of us. In all we do, we need to look at ourselves. How do you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is the log in your own? I mean, you don't see what is going on in your own life. All you are interested in is what is happening to that brother? What is happening to that sister? But have you checked yourself? So God is calling us this morning. Jesus is calling us because we do not want the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to go, go in vain. So we need to do what is needful. Now, now our God is faithful. He says that if we confess our sins and he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. This you find in 1 John uh, 1 uh, verse 9. Now, let's look at a great individual. Somebody you know is a great man. A man who is a rock. The man Peter. Now, Andrew, his brother, was a disciple of John. Now, when Andrew discovered Jesus Christ, he, he cross-carpeted. He changed his political party from John to Jesus. And having seen that great thing that the world had never seen, the world has been waiting for, he went and invited his brother, Peter. Who would not invite his brother to a good thing? I will invite my brother. I have one brother. I will go and invite my brother to come and see Jesus Christ. To come and stay with Jesus Christ. I will take my bed and everything. I will go into Jesus' house and be living there. That's what I will do. And he invited his brother to Jesus Christ. Wonderful thing he did. And immediately Jesus Christ saw uh, uh, Peter. This is what he said. When Jesus looked at him, he said, You are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is translated as stone. Now, from the beginning, Jesus knew him. And this was a man who loved Jesus Christ. Who would think that a man of his stature could be described in any way negative? I mean, you, you would not think of that. This was a man in the, in the, in the uh, course of time has been described variously. 
Some people say he was audacious. Some people say he was impulsive. Some people say he was humble. Now, there are some others who say he was presumptuous. That is, you know, you, you give him a small table. He doesn't take small table. He takes the big one. Even in your own house, he comes to your house. He wants to sit in the big man's chair. That was Peter for you. So, and some people like that, they say he was foolish. It was not about foolishness because that was his character. That is where you find his frailties. That is where you find the faults of his life. At the end of the day, what did he do? Now, in Matthew 16, 16 and, uh, 15 and 16, he was, he was the one who correctly identified who Jesus Christ was. He said, you are the Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus told him that it was not your intellect, my friend. It's not because you are a learned man that you were able to get that. It's because the Holy Spirit told you, ministered to you. God sent the Holy Spirit to put the word in your mind. And before God can send the Holy Spirit to minister to somebody, that is because God has a purpose for that person. Now, now at another place, he was rebuked for trying to reason like a man. Because Jesus Christ said, was trying to tell his disciples, I'm going to go, I'm going to die at the end of the day. And uh, you know, because these people are going to kill me, they are going to do all kinds of things. This was the man who said, Jesus, he took Jesus Christ aside, like a commander. He had, you know, we'll talk about presumptuousness. He was talking to Jesus as if he was the, the boss, as if he was even in charge of Jesus Christ. And at the end of the day, Jesus Christ told him, get behind me, Satan. Now, he was rebuked there. Now, he has his faults. He has his, and, uh, and God wants us to walk by faith and not by sight. Now, but Peter was a humble person. He was humble. He was a humble man. He denied Jesus Christ three times. Okay? And that was when he almost lost it. Thank God that Jesus Christ rose and came back to restore this man. If Jesus Christ had not risen, okay, he would have lost it all. Judas Iscariot, who bought the feed with the, with the rewards of iniquity, did not get it because he already died. He killed himself. Now, when Jesus Christ came back, he met Peter and the other disciples. And that was when our uh, uh, text for this, uh, this morning came into play when he asked him, uh, Tenku, please, could you give us the, uh, our, our reading this morning? John 21. Let's start from 15. He was humble. Because after he denied Jesus and he was, he was caught, now when the cock crowed and Jesus Christ looked at him, he wept bitterly. That was an acknowledgement of the fall that he had. And that was enough. Because before you can examine yourself, okay, you examine yourself. When you see a fault in your life, you acknowledge it and you are sorry. The self-examination that we are asking for this morning is for you to really be able to surrender to the will of God when you do anything wrong be dead to sin and be able to acknowledge your fault and run away far from it and the Lord God Almighty will help us in the mighty name of Jesus now our God is calling us to oh yes uh, 
Beginning from 15, so when they had all eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, this was after uh, at the uh, Sea of Galilee when Jesus Christ appeared to these uh, disciples. You know? and, and another thought that Peter had was that after the departure of Jesus Christ, after Jesus Christ had died, this was a man, the rock, who took the disciples and said, I'm going back to fishing. He had forgotten about the business of God. Now, Jesus Christ now came because he needed to be reinstated. Jesus Christ now came, and when he discovered it was Jesus Christ, he, he was even blind at that point because it was not even him who recognized Jesus Christ. It was John who saw Jesus Christ and recognized quickly. Ah, John, I mean, Peter, it is our father in the Lord. It is Jesus Christ who is here. So, this is exactly what happened. After that, then he gave them food at the, uh, at the beach. And he was asking Peter, out of the seven, it was Peter that he was directed his attention to. Do you love me, Peter? Do you love me? He repeated that three times. Now, it was after Peter had given the affirmative answer three times that Jesus Christ now said, follow me. That was when Peter was reinstated. The same way Peter was reinstated, you can have a new beginning in your life. I can have a new beginning. But you must accept Christ Jesus. You must accept your fault. You must repent of your sins in order for you to get that benefit. It is only those who repent of their sins. It is only those who acknowledge God in their lives that will be able to get the benefit of that reinstatement. It is when you are ready. It is when you are ready to let go of that sin in your life that you can move forward. Because Jesus Christ told us, my yoke is light. My yoke is light. The, lo- the, the, the yoke of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is very light. So he calls us to repentance. Repent. A new beginning a great, is a great privilege for us to have a new beginning. When Jesus Christ extends a new beginning to us, it's a great privilege that we, he, she, yeah, he has given to us. And why is it a privilege? Because it is not our right. We have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now when he says, come. And for those people in the legal and law enforcement business, when we say plea bargain, when they give somebody a plea bargain, when they say, come, you have, you, you, okay, we caught you, okay, we caught you, this thing that you have done should give you six years, okay? But what we're going to do for you, go and see no more. If I catch you there again, I'm, I'm going to give you 24 years, but don't do it again. Go home to your family. And never, don't let us see you in the police prison, uh, prison again. We don't want to see you no more. That is plea bargain. And that is that opportunity that God has given to us. Repent. You acknowledge your sin. You did it. Yes, I did it. I'm sorry. Father, I am sorry. And that is why David, okay, was loved by God. In spite of all the not so great things that David did. God loved him. He was dear to the heart of God. And uh, it is my prayer this morning that the Lord God Almighty will give us the humble heart to be able to repent of our sins in the mighty name of Jesus. And when you come to God, when he, as he's calling us now, he, he gives us the, uh, the opportunity to be forgiven of our sins. All the debt that you have, he's going to wipe it away. All the depth of sin that you have, come unto Christ and he is ready to take all these things away. 
and he will take it away in the, the mighty name of Jesus. In spite of Peter's feelings, Peter was forgiven. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. As we find that in 1 John uh, chapter 1, verse 9. And believe me, brethren, you are next in line for forgiveness if you confess your sins. Now, as God is calling us, okay, into news, this new beginning, he's calling us unto restoration. Restoration. He is prepared to restore us into where we ought to be. Because many of us have derailed. We have derailed. It's like when, if, you, if you are familiar with archery and people target the bullseye, and when you throw your dart into the bullseye, it, it, the, the further away from the bullseye it is, that, that distance is the distance of sin. God is ready to help you move your hand back to the bullseye so that every time you throw your dart, you go straight into the bullseye. And uh, he will restore us. Peter, an example, uh, was a great example. He was restored and given charge to take care of the sheep of, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to lead the church of Jesus Christ, and to spread the good news of reconciliation with God. He says, come, let us turn to the Lord, for he has turned us that he may heal us. He has struck us down. And he will bind us up. It is, uh, we find that in Hosea 6 1. And it is only God, having found us, turn, who can bind us together in healing. And the Lord God Almighty will heal us in the mighty name of Jesus. And uh, it, it gives us an opportunity also to be able to, it gives us the grace to work with God. When you accept Christ, when you accept the invitation of God to, for you to turn a new leaf, to, to have a new beginning you find that you will now be able to walk with him. You know, uh, Peter became a primary example of conversion, and he became an apostle of Christ Jesus. You can become an apostle. And when we, you become an apostle, you don't have to be on the pulpit. You, know, you don't have to be a pastor to be an apostle. You know, it is what you do wherever you are, in your enterprises, in your families, in your relationship with God, in your relationship with man. And uh, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one, no one can boast. We'll find that in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. And finally, brethren, this invitation is for us to, to receive eternal life. Eternal life. Eternal life. I want eternal life. I want eternal life. And I believe, I'm believing and I'm trusting God. That each one of us here is angling him and herself for eternal life. Christianity, it is it, not worth anything if you lose eternal life. So that is why it says in John 3.16 that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. We will have eternal life in the mighty name of Jesus. Eternal life you can receive only from Christ Jesus, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Word is already working in you. We hope you were blessed by this message. For more messages and information about the church, please visit us at www.rccglivingspring.org.